In this episode, we will be using BattleBards sound effects. Check them out, battlebards.com. And if you're signing up for a Prime account, be sure to use our code STACK to get a discount. Welcome back, stackers. It's part two, and we will get right into a recap as we continue our ongoing Pathfinder 2E role-playing game. I'm Mike. I'm the DM from Tales from the Glass Cutter World and the GM for Tales of Bob. And I'm here again with the second part of our Pathfinder one-shot for Stack of Dice. And I'm here again with Rhett. Hi. And I, with Sarah. Hello. And with Brandon. Oh, no. And Brandon's <laughs> Mike once again. Oh, no. He's there <laughs> oh, now. There now, it is. Here. There it is. now say hi. Hello. Okay. <laughs> And we're picking up where we left off last time. Last time, our heroes, Ringlefrick, Elric, and Slippery, were hired by a uh, a guy from the city of Absalom named Sal, who asked them to help a merchant named Sigbert recover his magic shoes, his scarlet sandals. Apparently, some flying monkeys had come along picked up the beautiful woman who was trying to buy them, carried her off somewhere to the northeast in the woods, and left him without his shoes, and he wants them to go recover them. So they asked around town and found out that there is a hag named Grubby Maud who lives up in the ruins of a tower northeast of town, and the flying monkeys work for her. Also, apparently she sometimes can disguise herself as other people, so maybe that beautiful woman is the hag? They're not sure. But in any case, they made their way to that ruined tower. They were searching around the area, carefully walking around, and just as Slippery was looking into a well in the middle of a courtyard by the ruined tower, Ringlefrick walked right into the tower where the loud monkey noise was coming from, (laughs) initiating combat. And so we've rolled initiative, and the order of initiative is going to be Elric, the dwarven paladin, followed by a monkey swarm, and then Ringlefrick Plong, the human wizard. And then another monkey swarm. And then at the bottom is Sylvia Slippery Silvani, the elven thief. So let's start with Elric. Elric, you have three actions available to you. The way this works in Pathfinder is in combat, you get three actions, a reaction, and then you have three actions. Reactions would be things like an attack of opportunity. You can take three actions... Basically, almost everything you do is an action. An attack is an action. Raising your shield is an action. Uh, Trying to intimidate someone is an action. Trying to pick up an object or open a door is an action. Right? So everything is an action. Spells usually consume two actions, but sometimes they might be just one, especially if they're a cantrip. Or they might be up to three, like summoning a monster or an ally usually takes three actions. You get your actions and reactions back at the start of your turn. So anything, you you use them up during your turn and during the round, and you get them all back at the start of your turn. Some conditions might increase or decrease the number of actions you can take, like haste might add actions, or being slowed somehow or stupefied might reduce the number of actions that you can take. Uh, I also want you to each note that if you choose to move, you have different movement rates. It's 20 feet for Elric. 25 feet for Ringlefrick, and 35 feet for Slippery. Slippery is very fast. Two more things I want to mention about combat. First is the multiple attack penalty. You could just use all three actions, if you're adjacent to an enemy, to just attack, attack, attack. Or if you have a bow, you could just shoot, shoot, shoot. However, each additional attack after the first one has a penalty. So usually it's minus 5 for the second attack, minus 5 again, so for a total of minus 10, for the third attack. If you're using a finesse weapon like Slippery's using, then it's minus four for the second attack and minus eight for the third attack. That means you don't usually want to just attack, 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 because it gets harder and harder. You want to instead use a diverse set of actions, like you might want to intimidate someone first and then try to attack them, or raise a shield, intimidate, and then attack. Finally, 
it is rare for creatures in this game system to have attacks of opportunity. Unlike in Dungeons and Dragons, you don't automatically get an attack of opportunity. Only some classes get it, either by default or if you take a feat that lets you take attacks of opportunity. In fact, I don't think anyone in this group actually has the ability to take attacks of opportunity. If you don't have that listed as a feature for your class or a feat that I've given you, you can't take attacks of opportunity. So I'm pretty sure none of you have that. And most monsters also don't have attacks of opportunity until higher levels, which is a good thing. Because in earlier versions of Pathfinder and earlier versions of Dungeons and Dragons, the way attacks of opportunity worked, it became dangerous to move during combat. And that meant that everybody moved into position and they just stayed there for the rest of combat, which was really kind of boring, mm -hmm. right? Um, D&D 5e has a good solution for this. Their solution is basically you can move around as much as you want as long as you don't leave a threatened area, um, which allows some movement. Pathfinder 2e just says, well, not everyone gets these attacks of opportunity. All right? Okay. So, Elric, having said all that, what do you want to do? Elric cannot yet see the threat. Um, he's obviously, Ringlefrick has, something's going on with him. So he's going to stride over to Ringlefrick um, to the, the opening of the tower. Okay. And repeat, I told you to stay close. <laughs> and then he sees the swarms of monkeys. He will draw a javelin from the from where it's packed onto his back. All right, that's two actions so far. And then he will raise his shield. Okay. So, excellent. You have taken your three actions. You strode. Is that the, is that the right past tense of stride? Yes. Okay, all is. right. You strode up to the doorway behind Ringlefrick. You pulled out a javelin, your ranged weapon, and then you raised your shield. Excellent. And that takes us to the first monkey swarm. No. The first monkey swarm <laughs> moves. For, so first it's going to strike. What is its movement? I guess I should see that. Speed 25. It's been fun, everyone. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's see. Which swarm is that? Yeah, it's that one. So this monkey swarm leaps into the air and flies toward the two of you. And because it's a swarm, it doesn't really have to worry about that wall there. It sort of swarms around the wall and occupies your spaces. That was one action to do that, right? Is that 20? That was, was that just 25 feet? Let's see. Yeah, that's 25 feet. Excellent. So they swarm over your spaces. Now, swarms don't make attacks like creatures normally do. They actually uh, have some special actions. I, I should mention that they have this passive effect called cacophony. There's just this deafening noise now all around you. And anything you want to do that involves making noise like where you have to, someone has to hear you. In Pathfinder lingo, we would say auditory trait. The auditory trait is attached to whatever you, this thing you want to do. That, you will have to take some special effort. You have to uh, roll a check to see if it succeeds. But uh, that's a passive effect that doesn't consume one of their actions. So the first thing they're going to do is they're going to try to, oh gosh, I only have two actions left. Should I do something clever or should I just, I'm not, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go ahead and attack. I think they've had enough fun. No, <laughs> I, you, don't, you don't think they should do anything else. I think they're going to, they're going to try to attack. So, when a swarm attacks, the way it usually works is the people in the area of the swarm have to make a saving throw of some kind. So we're going to have Elric and Ringlefrick make a basic reflex save. You have three types of saving throws. You have fortitude saving throws, which are about just sort of being tough having thick skin that resists damage. You have reflex saving throws, which means jumping out of the way of something, and you have will saving throws, which are like having mental fortitude, willpower. So you're going to make reflex saves. So if you go to your character sheet in the lower left-hand corner, you've got those saving throws listed there. I want you to roll, click that little die symbol, next to the reflex save. All right. Yeah, so your saving throws are 23 for... Ringlefrick, and nine for Elric. 23 is a success, not a critical success, but it's a success. Nine is a failure, but not a critical failure. So the way this works with basic saving throws of any kind is if you see that word basic, basic will save, basic reflex save, basic fortitude save, what that means is if you get a success, you take half the damage. 
If you get a critical success, you take no damage. Ooh. If you have a failure, you take the normal damage. If you have a critical failure, you take double damage. Mm. All right. So in this case, what that means is I'm going to roll the damage. So here we go. Two. Two points of damage. Pitiful. <laughs> Pitiful. What, what was I worried about? Pitiful damage. It's embarrassing, frankly. And that means that Elric will take two points of damage. And that means that Ringo Freak will just take one. That makes sense? Yes. So you need to go to your character sheet. In the upper left-hand corner, it lists your hit points. And it should have a space for your current hit points there. And, yep, you've reduced it by two for Elric. And Ringo Frick has reduced by one. So there we are. We're up to date. All right? And with that, the Monkey Swarm has used two actions. Uh, it has one action left. I'm going to do a swarming bite again. There's another thing you could do, but that takes up two actions, and I, I just don't have the actions for it. So I'm going to do another swarming bite, which means you both need to make another reflex save. Oh, now this time, Elric saved. Oh, no. And poor Ringlefrick critically failed, rolling a natural one for a total of eight. All right, so I'm going to roll the damage this time. I rolled a much higher number. I rolled seven. Now that means that Elric is only going to take half of that. He takes three, right? Elric has got their number now. He understands what's going on. He's able to defend himself effectively. But Ringlefrick got lucky the first time. Now Ringlefrick is getting bitten all over, and poor <laughs> Ringlefrick takes 14 points of damage. He is badly mauled by these flying monkeys as they swarm all around him, biting and tearing at him. You wicked, wicked monkeys. All right. To the attack. Uh, yeah, uh, now, now, this is not actually an attack action. Uh, well, um, it just so, says damage. It, oh, damage. Yes. In that case, yes, you can use your re your cool reaction. Tell us about that yes. reaction you've got. All right. Uh, it's called retributive strike. Um, basically, I can protect my allies with my raised shield. And uh, if the opportunity allows, which in this case I believe it does, I can also uh, strike back at the enemy. You are absolutely friend. right. Nicely done. So the ally, Ringlefrick, gains resistance to damage against the triggering damage, right? Equal to two plus your level. Well, you're level three, so he gets damage resistance five. So what that means is you can take away five points of that damage that you just took. Right. All right. And Thank you. I'm sorry. Thank you. And Elric, you get to make an attack on these stupid monkeys. <laughs> Go ahead and uh, under your actions there, you've got the javelin drawn at the moment. Mm -hmm. I'm going to say you could jab at them with this javelin if you want. We might make a strike roll. 23. 23? All right. Well, that is definitely a hit. It's not a critical hit. Getting criticals is difficult, but it's definitely a hit for five points of damage. Now, unfortunately... As you strike at these monkeys swarming around you, as mentioned earlier, they are actually resistant to piercing damage. Uh, they don't take all of that, but they take some of that. Um, you're just not able to get a good stab at them because there's just so many of them flying around, but they take some of that damage, and some of the monkeys fall dead. That is the end of the monkey swarm's turn. Now it is Ringlefrick's turn. Ringo Frick, you're surrounded by these monkeys. They're doing a number on you. You're not feeling very good. What do you want to do? I am going to, I'll call it a stride, but uh, it's more like a nasty dive roll <laughs> into the tower another five feet. Uh, so I'm now in between the two monkey swarms, one that has yet to move. And then as I roll, I notice that the floor is gritty and of course filled with all the debris that you had mentioned earlier. And thinking quickly, he mouth something now i wasn't sure if the cacophony would affect spell casting you can still use your uh, spells with the verbal components yes okay. it only matters uh, if someone needs to hear you gotcha and then i'm going to cast scouring sand ah. as an act a double action okay so that's a save dc 19 now where let's see what's the area of effect of scouring sand it's 10 feet okay it's a 10 foot blast area where do you want to put that uh centered on my I think it will will it affect you if you do that. Let's see here. Let's let's read the spell. Uh, I have learned through sad experience 
that it is good to actually read the spell description and make sure. You blast the area with grit that scours away soil and gets into creatures' eyes for the duration of the spell. Uh, We don't care about plant-based difficult terrain. Encounteracts entangle. Yeah, Uh, if any creature is in the area that fails a a, a reflex save is dazzled. Um, Now, if you put it around yourself, I think that's going to include you too. You would also have to save. Uh, Yeah, that's right. You would. I'm okay with that. You're okay with that? <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh, so let's see. It has area 10-foot burst. All right. So a 10-foot burst means a circle of 10 feet around you. There you go. Can you see the circle that I've just put on the map? Yes, I can. Does that affect <laughs> Elric It affects too? Elric too. Yes, it does. <laughs> You're welcome. Uh, <laughs> in a moment of panic, Ringle <laughs> Frick has cast Scouring Sand... Which affects all the monkeys, but also captures you in its effect. So I need everybody, everybody except for Slippery, needs to make a reflex saving throw. So here we go. I'm rolling for the monkeys. Nope. (laughs) And the other set of monkeys. What's the DC on that saving throw? 19. 19. So reflex, yes. One set of monkeys saved, which means that they are unaffected. The other group failed just barely, so they're dazzled for a, for a minute. All right, so the other group of monkeys, the ones that haven't gone yet, they're dazzled for a minute, unless they use an interact action to get the sand out of their eyes. Elric failed, which means... Oh, it's DC 19? Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> What have you that done? was a, a critical <laughs> failure, <laughs> which means that Elric is not just dazzled. Elric is, is Elric, blinded. Is Elric? Or no, I'm sorry, now is uh, what is your name? Ringle Freak. Right, right. Your wizard. Are you the hag? <laughs> I am Grubby Mod. Are you Grubby Mod? Yeah. So I'm going down. I'm taking someone with me. <laughs> 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 so uh, Elric suddenly sand fills the area and gets in your eyes and you are blinded for your next action you're also dazzled for a minute the good news is you can take an action to rub the sand out of your eyes so this is not you know totally debilitating it's just going to use up some actions <laughs> unfortunately uh, Ringle Frick is also dazzled until he uses an action to get the sand out of his eyes uh, so let's see here. I'm going to go ahead and put the dazzled condition on everybody. Uh, dazzled. Concealed from. Yeah, why don't you, uh, since you've looked it up, why don't you read to us what dazzled does? Sorry, I was confused. So, uh, your eyes are overstimulated. If vision is your only precise sense, all creatures and objects are concealed from you. Now I have to see what concealed means. While you are concealed from a creature such a as thick fog, a difficult area, you can still be observed but you're tougher to target. Creature concealed for you must succeed a DC-5 flat check. That might be my specific DC. When targeting you. No, it's everybody. Oh, that's everybody? Okay. When targeting you with an attack spell or other effect. Yeah, Yeah, what that means then is if Elric tries to attack the monkeys or if the monkeys try to attack attack Elric while while they're concealed from each other, they have a 25% miss chance. Okay. Right? Cool. So... Uh, that's Rhett's turn. Rhett, is there anything else that uh, Ringo Frick wants to do? No, you moved Sob. into two actions. Yeah. <laughs> I went to cry. Okay. Uh, the second monkey swarm. Uh, so this monkey swarm, so this is the one that saved. Uh, they're unaffected. Uh, they can't occupy the same space as their allies, so they're just going to step up the poor Ringo Frick here. So they stride <laughs> and apply the elbow I've had it. and then they're going to apply the ransack action <laughs> that's uh, maybe not as bad as it thinks but as you're buffeted by this swarm of, of uh, flying monkeys you feel grabbing hands all over you and they try to grab something that you oh they rolled a natural 20 <laughs> so they start going through your possessions and you're not my heart underwear <laughs> <laughs> and they grab something that you're not attending to too closely. So like they go through your backpack, they can't, can't take your staff. I'm assuming you're holding your staff in your hands, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, and they grab 
Oh, let's see here. We've got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. We've got eight things. Uh, I'm gonna roll uh, two. They grab your rope from your backpack and they begin just pulling it out hand over hand and just passing it among each other. It's just all around the place. They're just pulling all your rope out of your backpack and throwing it all over the place. And that's their action for the turn. Stop it, you vile monkeys. They seem to really be enjoying it. And that's their turn. Slippery, you can see this nonsense going on. What do you want to do? I know what I want to do, but I don't know if it's four actions or three actions. So what I would like to do is draw my bow, shoot, and then drop down behind the well to hide. But I wasn't sure if dropping down and hiding were two separate actions. Oh, no, that would be just one action. I would say, yeah, using stealth behind the the, the well would just be one action. So yeah, that that, that works, three actions. So you draw your bow. Yep, let me get to my combat side. I'm gonna go ahead and put the bow in your hand. Oh, thank you. And and remove the- um, Daggers and rapier. Daggers and the rapier. I'm going to shoot, I guess, at the first swarm that I can see better. Yep. Oh, wow. 26. Nice. Not a critical hit, but definitely a hit. So now you can roll your damage. Six. That's nice. Now, again, they seem to have some resistance as your arrow goes through this cloud of monkeys. Uh, They seem to be somewhat resistant to this piercing damage, but you do hurt them. This is the second injury this swarm of monkeys has received. And let's see, they have resistance. Okay, so you did six, so they take that much. Okay, so you did some damage to them. Okay, and then I would like to now drop down and hide behind the well. Okay, so you take the hide action. Uh, Hold on just a moment, I wanna read how that works. Let's see, hide action. You huddle behind cover or greater cover or deeper into concealment to become hidden rather than observe. Uh, I roll your stealth check in secret and I compare the result. Okay, great, so I'm gonna roll your stealth check here. Uh, go to your skills, proficiencies. I'm going to roll your stealth check here in secret. And I did not get sneak attack damage on that because I didn't surprise them or would uh, I have gotten it because they didn't know I was there. It wouldn't matter either way because okay. they're immune to precision damage. Oh, okay. Yeah, because they're a swarm, they're immune to precision damage and sneak attack damage is precision damage. Interesting. Uh, all right, I've rolled your stealth. So uh, you ducked down behind the well. And let's see, what are the perception DCs of your friends? Because they may think that you just left. Uh, let's see here. I'm blinded, so. Oh, <laughs> yeah. I'm, yeah. I'm dazzled and on the floor. Yeah, so you guys don't even notice that she's hiding. Uh, all right, and that's it for you. <laughs> yeah. Business as usual. <laughs> all right, and that is uh, back to Elric. Elric, uh, you can take an action to wipe the sand out of your eyes if you want. I will do that. Oh, yeah. will... Okay, great. All right, so I'm going to remove the dazzle condition. Does that also remove blinded? Oh, um, you know it what? I'm blinded for my next action. Is is the interaction action to remove the sand from my eyes my next action? It is. Or step you down? It, de- it is, and that actually means that my understanding would be that that removes the blindness. Oh, sorry, removes the dazzle condition. Uh, so you're actually fine. So your next action, you wipe your eyes. You're blind while you're doing that, but once you've done that, you're not blind and you're not dazzled. So you've got two actions left to do what you want with. I have to move the monkeys around so I can get to your token. Sorry. Now that you're no longer blinded or dazzled, what do you want to do with your two actions? Uh, first, I'm going to drop my javelin, seeing that it was not terribly effective. I'm going to draw my warhammer. Okay. And swing with it. Excellent. At this uh, swarm of flying monkeys that's around me. Oh, yeah. A 21 is a hit. Nice. So he swings his warhammer around. He seems more comfortable with the warhammer than with the javelin. Scores of monkeys are just slammed by this warhammer. Scores. That's right. There are like 50 monkeys in this swarm. No, I don't know. I don't know how many monkeys are in this swarm. But there's a whole lot of monkeys going down. Go ahead and roll that damage. Oh, it's four. So they take all four points of damage because they are not resistant to bludgeoning damage. Now, after this attack, there are just a few more, uh, just a couple monkeys swarming around now. There's not much of it left to this swarm anymore. It looks pretty badly injured. So that brings us to the first monkey swarm. Those are your three actions. So the first monkey swarm, the badly injured one, um, they're going to start off by seeing if they can steal something from you. They're gonna do a thievery check here. 
Oh, they rolled pretty badly. Uh, what is your reflex bonus? Plus five. Uh, yeah, they did not exceed your reflex DC. Your reflex DC is 10 plus five. 10 plus your reflex saving throw bonus. They rolled an 11 on their 3-3 check, so they weren't able to steal anything from you. So these monkeys are grabbing all over you, trying to steal something from you, and you're just beating them off, right? You're just, get away from me, get out of here, uh, beating them away. They're not able to steal anything from you. And so they will, uh, with their last action, uh, attempt to bite you, which means I need you to make a reflex saving throw. 23. A success. Yeah. Uh, You're only going to take half damage from this. So you take one point of damage. Nice. Okay. That's those monkeys' turn. That's a strange sentence format structure. That's those (laughs) monkeys' turn. Uh, Huh. I approve it. Okay. I don't, but I'm going to run with it anyway. Uh, and it's Ringle Frick's turn. Ringle Frick, there's a swarm of healthy monkeys stealing stuff from you all over the place. What do you want to do? You're dazzled. Yeah, I'm going to wipe the grit out of my eyes. Okay, one action. Roll forward towards the back of the tower, and then I'm going to turn around and use a spell. Oh, what spell is that? It's one that I should have done to begin with, Burning Hands. Is that a one action spell? <laughs> no, it's not. I'm going to use Magic Missile. If, nope. if you want to Sorry. walk that back so that you're still inside yeah. the swarm, you can do that if you prefer. Um, if you want to undo that stride action or the step action to move out of the swarm, I, I, I would be okay you know, with that. Maybe I can walk back the dazzle thing. Okay. That's fine, um, too. So I, I'm, I'm going to not wipe the grit from my eyes, okay. but roll forward as I did. I am bedazzled. <laughs> I'm going to turn around, and then I'm going to cast Burning Hands. All right, so Burning Hands says, Gouts of flame rush from your hands. You deal 2d6 fire damage to creatures in the area, which is a 15-foot cone. So I'm going to draw a cone here. There's a tool over on the left in Foundry you can use to make a 15-foot cone. Does that look about right? Uh, I still see the circle from uh-huh. Scouring Sand. Oh, okay. Uh, oh, th- that's a, an opportunity for me to remind you of something or to let you know about something in Pathfinder. You can have multiple spells going at once. There's no uh. no concentration limit. Like D&D 5e has a concentration limit. Hmm. Pathfinder does not. So you've got a 15-foot cone there. Can you see that on the map? Yes. I can. Uh, is that going to affect Elric at all? No, but it affects okay, both monkey swarms. That's exactly what I was going for. Great. So they need to roll uh, reflex saving throws. So now remember that I am dazzled. I don't know what effect that will have on None. Uh, oh, Excellent. wait. Actually, it may re- reduce your DC by one. I think it does. Hold on. I mean, if you just want to skip that part, that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's see here. No. No, it doesn't affect your DC. Okay. So they are all going to have to make saving throws. Let me roll for the two groups here we got. Monkey Swarm 1, Reflex Save, 14. That's a failure. And then Monkey Swarm 2, 27, which is a success, so they'll take half damage. But Monkey Swarm 1 takes, uh, the, I'm going to say that's the one that's near Elric, the first one that attacked. That one uh, takes the full damage. Uh, and is this uh, area of effect spell? It, does that cause, have extra? It does. It has extra effect. In fact, it affects an extra three points of damage on them. So go ahead and you roll the damage. You rolled an yeah, that was accidental, but yep. Okay, you rolled an eight, so they're going to take an extra three. And with that, the last of those monkeys falls to the ground, just burning. Uh, Die, so monkey scum! They do. They follow your instructions <laughs> and die. And the other monkey swarm takes eight uh, halved. Um, actually, uh, how, uh, that's interesting. How does the order work yeah, there? Exactly. Hmm. I'm going to do the full damage and then I think you do the full damage and then have, have it. So that would be eight plus three is 11. Their weakness, the plus three comes from their weakness to area of effects spells and then have that to five. They take five points of damage, and they're already looking pretty weak. And that's the end of Ringle Frick's turn. He downed one of the monkey swarms and has damaged the other. Uh, the next monkey swarm, it doesn't like being terribly burned. So they're going to move over Ringle Frick here, and they're going to try to eat him. So I need you to make a reflex saving throw. 17. That's a success. So you're going to take half damage from this. 
You take three points of damage as the monkeys swarm all over you, biting and clawing, but you're able to bat many of them away. Stop it. Stop. And that takes us to Slippery. Slippery, uh, Um. you're hiding behind the well, but you can see that things are going okay. They got one monkey swarmed down, but the other one is slowly eating poor Ringlefrick. I'm going to hop up so I can see, and then I'm going to, I guess, shoot. Okay. Why? I guess it's only two actions. Yeah. So hopping up is the one action, right? That's right. So then my first, second action is going to be to shoot again. Great. It's a 24 oh, to hit. That is a hit. Go ahead Great. and roll that damage. Five points Five. piercing. Okay. And they only take some of that, but they do take right. some of it. And then you make another attack, but this time next to your bow, Take the second, click on the second attack one, the one that yeah, says minus four uh, or five. Yep, plus four and then map minus five. Yep. Yep. That's 15. Uh, that is, let's see, that is a hit. Awesome. Yes. Get him. <laughs> For one point of damage, so it didn't really do anything. I skimmed a uh, wing. <laughs> yeah, yep. Uh, you weren't able to, to do much damage with that one, but you did some damage this round. They're definitely getting very weak. Somebody could probably finish them off. Elric, it's your turn. Elric is going to stride right on over uh, to stand next to Ringlefrick beneath the monkey swarm and swing with his warhammer. Twelve to hit. Twelve is not a hit, unfortunately. You're they're they're able to swarm around your warhammer, but you've got another action left. You could attack again. Uh, I think I think he's going to. It's gonna take another swing. Fourteen to hit. Um, you know what? Yes, that's a hit. A fourteen is a hit. Nine points of damage. All of that goes through because they're not resistant to bludgeoning damage. And that finishes them off with a few disgusting squelches. The last few monkeys are hammered. That's the end of combat. <sighs> I am so sorry. Elric wipes a tear that's rolling down his eye from the sand agitating it. Uh, just be more careful, please. I did not mean to wander in here. You did not mean to wander in there? Well, Rhett did not mean to wander <laughs> in there. <laughs> All right, Sylvia will be nicer yeah. then. <laughs> yeah, the, uh, the tower was off screen when I, when I was You didn't realize where you were wandering. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's a wonderful absent-minded wizard thing to do, right? Just Absolutely, sort of- yeah. He's head down, hands behind his back, just thinking about- I heard the sound, and I just went toward it. <laughs> what could that be? I'm going to just go back and look down in this well again. Okay. So you can see the sun, the midday sun is going straight down into this well. You can see water at the bottom. It's maybe 40 feet down. You also hear the sound of running water coming from somewhere down there. Hmm. It's a fresh spring, but I don't see anything else but water. That's right. Okay. Uh, I'll take the moment to undazzle my eyes. Sure. Scrape the <laughs> scrape the monkeys off of me and gather my rope back. <laughs> Is there a bucket? And there's no bucket. There's no structure okay. on top of the well. Whatever was here has fallen into ruin a long time oh. ago. I thought about getting you water to clean you. You do have rope. You could lower a person to get some water. Uh, I now, do have a question for you, Mike. You're um, injured. I see that you, uh, or I see that there is a minor healing potion in my inventory already. Did you add that, or did I have that previously? You started with that, and I'm going okay. to, I'm going to actually increase the number that you have listed there by one, okay? Because you got one from Sigbert. Uh, if you want to drink a healing potion, that's an option. You can also take ten minutes, and someone who's skilled in medicine could try to treat your wounds. Ooh, uh, could someone? Give me a hand here. This uh, this scratch on my back is just out of reach. Ah, yes. Let me take a look. So, Elric, you're pretty good at medicine. Ow, ow. You want to roll a medicine check? There you go. 20. That nice. does it. That succeeds. So, I believe uh, if you're treating wounds... Let me double check this. That's the spot. Yes. Yep, that's it. I believe it's 2d8. Let me double check that. Ooh. Yeah, pretty good. Treat wounds is pretty great. Ten minutes treating wounds. Okay, here we go. You are, are you an expert or are you trained? You are an expert in medicine, which means you heal 2d8 plus 10 damage. So I'm going to just type that in here in the public roll thing, which works out to 15 hit points for Ringlefrick. Nice. Uh, 
So well done. You're able to treat his wounds. Now you can't be treated by this, you know, this skill again for another hour. You're basically immune to treat wounds for another hour. Oh, so you know, just don't get uh, badly wounded in the next hour. <laughs> so what do you want to do now? Into go the back into the tower. <laughs> <laughs> maybe you should stay behind us. <laughs> <laughs> or maybe I should stay behind. <laughs> <laughs> Not behind. Very effective. I liked the flaming grain of monkeys. The uh, the little splats as they hit the floor. <laughs> uh, while they're out there examining the well and and that, I'd like to go back into the tower and sift through everything and make sure there's not something to be found there. Sure. Uh, so dead monkeys lie all around. Their murderous cries ended. The silence is overwhelming at first, but gradually the sounds of the forest begin to creep in. You look around. Make a perception check. We'll say you're searching. So make a perception check. 24, nice. You find a set of extra vests. These monkeys were all wearing these red and blue vests. <laughs> and you find a set of extra vests under some stones in the tower. Uh, they don't look like they would fit you very well, but there's a, a several of them in here. And you also, walking around the, stow- uh, the tower, you look out the northeast side. I'll move you over here. And actually, you're, you can't see it. Huh. You should be able to see on the map, although you can't for some reason that there's a stream flowing out the northeast side of the hill that this tower is on, and it flows out of the hill and off to the east. I guess I'll pick up a few of the vests and stuff them into my backpack. Okay. No idea if they'll be good for anything. Maybe we'll find a dock soon or something we can throw one on. <laughs> <laughs> yes. All right. Uh, so what do you want to do now? Are we entering exploration mode and you're going to go somewhere, or is there something else you want to do? I'm ready to move on, but I'm not going to say that. I'm just going to follow everybody else's lead. Uh, I'd like to give the area one quick check just to make sure we're not missing something, but okay. uh, maybe maybe looking specifically for a pointer to where the hag might be located, but I have no idea what that might be. Okay. Um, hmm. A tunnel you... entrance, perhaps? A sign? <laughs> a stream sure. coming well, out of the mountain? Yeah, well, the, the thing, two things come to mind immediately looking around. One, there's a well that goes down. And two, there's a stream that comes out of the side of the hill. And there's an opening where the stream is. Those are two places you could go. Uh, if you're looking for a secret door or a hatch or something like that, then you, you should probably make another perception check and see if you can find anything. Would you be able to lower me down this well? I, it sounds like there's something going on down there and... I saw a stream heading to the east. Perhaps there's a chamber down below. I'm sure well, between the two of us, we could lower you down. Or we could lower the rope and you could climb down yourself. That would work, I suppose. Mm-hmm. You've got enough rope. You could tie the rope around the well and then climb down. And look, it's already out. <laughs> <laughs> I'll start fishing my rope out of my bag and then just okay. kind of offer it to them to do with it what they will. Elric, do you mind being the anchor? Good for more than just that, you know, but I suppose. Tie the rope around his waist. (laughs) How will Elric get down? Well, I'm just taking a quick look, and then... Hmm. Okay. Considering your track record, is this a good idea? (laughs) (laughs) It's a terrible idea with this guy. How how long would it take me to get down to the cave entrance? Like, is it short distance? Like, I can hop down? Why don't we go in the other way, and I can go a little sneakily? Okay. All right, fine. So I'm going to move you all over to where that entrance is. Sounds good. Across okay. the map here. Ooh. There we go. Oh, there it is. All right, so to the northeast, uh, down the hill from the tower, there's a stream flowing out of the side of the hill, and you can see that uh, there's just a dark tunnel beyond it. Dark tunnels in the caves don't scare me. It feels like going home, so I would like to sneakily stealth in. Great. So what we're going to do is we're going to switch maps. Oh. Before I sneak into this cave, I'm just going to stop and say my mantra again. Okay. I am sleek. I am shadow. I am slippery. Not slip up. I am slippery. (laughs) And then I will start stealthing in. Okay. Before you go, I'll say, um, I'll check in with you mentally every so often and you can respond. That way, if something comes up, you can communicate with us inside your mind. Sounds like a plan. Okay, so you're going to use message to communicate if necessary? That's right. So, 
your exploration activity then, Slippery, is your stealthing. Yes? I have that ring of layered armor, right? That's right. Can I change what it looks like, what I'm wearing, to like an all-black outfit so I blend in better? Or does that uh, know how that I th- works? I, th- I think it just makes it look like you're wearing regular clothes so okay. that your armor and your weapons aren't visible. I don't think okay. it actually changes your outfit. Okay. Great. I think it just hides that you're armed and armored. Gotcha. Right? I but I sort that's... of assumed you were wearing some dark clothing anyway. Uh, but yeah. maybe not. I-, I think you said you were wearing a gown or something. I had like, well, yeah, just a normal linen, like a dark green dress in mind. Okay. Since I was not planning to go in the wilderness. But this is fine. Okay. All right, so your exploration activity is that you're trying to avoid notice. Mm-hmm. What does Ringlefrick want to do? Uh, he is going to stay posted by the entrance to the cave and listen, and maybe every minute or so, once a minute, he's just going to pop a message in there until either she's out of range or she comes back. Okay, so you're not really, you're just sort of checking, you're not doing any of these listed activities. And is Elric doing anything? Is he going in as well, or is he staying outside? Staying outside. Okay, all right, so the elf goes in alone. We're going to go ahead and roll a stealth check for you. I'm going to roll that so you don't know how it goes. Uh, private roll. Okay, so you sneak inside. So you progress up the tunnel. There's a flow of water out of the cave here, and it's pushing you back, but only a little bit. Trying to uh, hug the walls here. There we go, yep. Okay, so I'm going to move you back some because... Right about when you get to there, suddenly, as you take one more step, there's a click, and the floor sinks slightly under your feet. And then a spear bursts from the wall, heading straight for you. And then I have to make an attack roll for this trap that you've just triggered. Let's see, there we go. Dive, dive, dive. Mm-hmm. Oh, Ooh, that a definitely 29. Hits. I didn't say die, die, die. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 29, that is a hit. It's not a critical hit, but it's a hit. So let me roll its damage. Oof. 14 points of piercing damage. Nice. So a spear shoots out of the wall and jabs into this poor elf sneaking down the passageway. Yeah, um, all stealth is over because I'm definitely going to scream. And the spear makes a loud clang as it strikes you, and the t- sound echoes down the tunnel. Mm. Uh, I fire off a message. What happened? Everything hurts. <laughs> 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 uh, so the spear falls into the water and the two of you outside you, know, you can see some blood flows out with the water <laughs> out of the cave she's hurt can we go in? let's go I'm gonna just sit down and I have battle medicine so can I start patching my own wound? Uh, yeah you can no- battle medicine uh, is normally what you would use in battle you oh, don't have mind. to use that okay. you could just use treat wounds yeah, I'm um, to start trying to treat my own wound as I yes. sniffle and tell myself my mantra is over and over and that I am strong. <laughs> Roll a medicine check uh, under your skills or proficiencies. Only Unfortunately, you are not able to successfully bind your wounds. My hands are shaking too much because everything I'm supposed to be good at, I'm not doing very good at. And I knew this is why they called me slip up. Oh, no. <laughs> Unfortunately, this also means you're unable to be treated again. Uh, for an hour, you're you're immune to treat wounds. Now you do have a potion of healing, I believe. Did we all? Wanted I think to. we all got one. Oh, you didn't get one. I didn't take I, one. I thought te- it was. I had one in my inventory already. Yeah, check your oh, you seat. Oh, okay. Inventory already. You you actually don't have one, but someone else has one. Mm-hmm. I've got two, so I will go in and follow the blood shark like and uh, <laughs> hand you a <laughs> hand you a potion out of my bag. All right, so a potion of healing, a minor potion of healing is let's see here it says it is 1d8 hit points okay so i'll just click that real quick five you get five hit points back which is not great what happened i was just walking up and i was trying to be careful and then i stepped on something and it went click and a spear shot out of the wall and it hit me and i can't reach the wound on my back the traps oh i was looking for them in the woods not here we must be on the right track, though. You did well to find it. I'm sorry it injured you like it did. We should go more carefully, and I think she probably knows we're here now. Very likely. I think everybody heard that. I'm sorry. I didn't no, mean no, no, to. No, 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 <laughs> no. 
So uh, we're running a little short on time here, um, and we still have to have the hag encounter. So I'm going to fast forward us a little bit here, if that's okay with you. Sure. That's fine with me. All right. Uh, normally we would just move through exploration mode carefully walking through the tunnel. One of you would probably choose to check for more traps. Um, we're going to just move through here as a group. The first room we come to is where the well lands. You can see there's a little bit of light in the middle of the room as the yeah. light comes down the shaft of the well. Uh, this roughly circular room, you see the water flowing out, but to the north, there's dry rock or dry stone as you move further into the uh, into the cave complex. The water must be bubbling up from somewhere below. As you walk through this dark area, you can feel something crunching under your feet under the surface of the water as you walk around. However, it's very dark, so you can't see very well. So you probably want to have someone pull a torch. I don't think you all have dark vision. I know I don't. Do dwarves have dark vision? They do. I have excellent dark vision. Um, does someone want to turn on a torch? Uh, sure, I'll do that. I'm not going to think of it. I see fine. Oh, oh, wow. It just got right. very bright in here. Oh, it did. All right. So your torch is lit and now you can see the area more clearly. And as you correctly predicted, yes, the floor has bones on it. There are small animal and humanoid bones. And as you just do a quick look around, uh, well, actually, I don't know. Do you want to more thoroughly inventory the place? Or do you want to just move on? I'm bleeding heavily. I'd like to just get this over with. Okay. So you say, all right, we'll count the bones later. There's, I don't know, more than three people's worth of bones here and a bunch of animals. There's some scraps of leather, scraps of clothing. Uh, there's some coins scattered around, but you say, you know what? We need to move on. You move on to the next area, the next room. Passage curves around, starts bending to the south. There's a side chamber here on a, on the, on the sh on a shelf to your left. You could see it if we could see the full map, but unfortunately it's not pulling up on Foundry for some reason. So you can see there's sort of a shelf that heads back into the darkness. This side chamber or this shelf area is only two or three feet high. It appears stuffed with trash, bones, leather, bits of bent metal, scraps of ripped paper, all that sort of stuff. I take a mental note of it. Okay. You don't want to search through that, though. You want to move on. Is that right? Yes. Have plenty okay. of time to search after the hag is dead. Okay. That's right. All right. I'll just let you know that sometimes... In other games, not necessarily this one, GMs might hide useful stuff in trash like that. But again, <sighs> we're on the clock here. We got to move along. Uh, you move further to the south. The passage sort of splits around a large column in the middle. And you have to decide if you want to go to the western side or eastern side of this column. Which way would you like to go? I always do what's right. Let's go <laughs> the right path. <laughs> You're right as you're facing south then. So yeah, that would yeah. be, you go to the west. Ashley would be so disappointed. Yeah, I know. Ashley always says go left. So you move into this large chamber, and at first you think, are those people standing around in this chamber? Then you realize, no, that's not what's going on. So this is a large chamber that was probably majestic before the hag moved in. It has stalactites and stalagmites that have almost reached from the ceiling to the floor. Colorful rock formations resembling teeth, a pipe organ, some other structures all around the walls. And from here, the sound of flowing water out of the cave is barely perceptible. You can hear air moving through the cave, but otherwise it's very quiet. Ruining this peaceful ambiance is an array of torn, bloody clothing. Dresses, tunics, skirts, gowns, jackets, everything else you can think of has been pinned to the stone or draped over it as though there were a crowd of people here milling around. But it's just draped clothing. And you move around the room, and you get to the other side of that column, and you see that the passage extends to the east. There's the tunnel continuing. You move down the only path that really remains to the east. The passage narrows again and then opens into a large chamber with an irregular shape as you move along here. It's maybe 25 feet across and 30 feet north to south. The ceiling here rises to 25 feet high. And as you're walking down the passage, you hear a voice call out, Hello? Are, are you here to rescue me? You don't sound like the hag or the monkeys. And as you enter the room, you see this beautiful woman sitting here on the floor in a gown in the middle of the cave, and she's surrounded by indecipherable writing on the stone, some of it in chalk, some of it in blood. She looks at you helplessly, just lying on the floor. She says, I, I think my leg is broken. I can't put my weight on it. I don't trust Elric, her. Elric, do you want to take a look? Um, yes, that's a good idea. As is it. <laughs> Keep <laughs> your shield up. Yeah, I'll come with maybe you. be ready to stab her. 
Uh, Elric <laughs> is looking for the red uh, slippers or sandals as he approaches as well. Okay. Yeah, she just seems to be wearing this uh, this dirtied white gown. If you're looking for signs of things that are, are suspicious, you could make perception checks. Yes, definitely. Senses are dangling after the trap and everything, yeah. and knowing that that's been closely associated with the hag. Yeah. And knowing that she changes shapes, um, I would definitely like to do that. I would like to hide behind a stalagmite. All right. Anybody? Uh, so we have uh, Wrinkle Freak has a 17 perception check. Anybody else making perception checks? No? All right. So you're examining her leg, looking. You don't see the shoes. Slippery is making a stealth check. So go ahead and roll stealth. 24. All right. Myself. 24. Nice. nice. I should have rolled that secretly, but it's fine. I forgot. As you walk up to this woman, Elric, um, she holds out a hand for you to help her up. She says, my leg, it just hurts. Will you help me up so I can get out of here? Stay on the ground. Let me take a look at your leg first. Make a medicine check. 20. Nice. Leg does not appear to be injured, although it is dirty. Now, hold on a minute. Your leg seems fine. Um, she smiles at you and says, fine, we'll do it the hard way. Let's roll for initiative. So say smack it with a hammer. <laughs> As her face suddenly changes... This this uh, green skinned, bent over, uh, hag, not hag in the pejorative sense for a woman, hag in the <laughs> uh, bestiary monster creature kind of sense. <laughs> All right, you're going to roll a uh, stealth for your initiative, slippery. All right. Uh, so let's go ahead and the hag rolls. Nice. I'm so ready to shoot her. All right. So. Yeah, you just you had your bow ready. You were just ready to go from the onset. That means the first person to go is Slippery. She's not yeah. falling for it. So I will duck out of hiding. I will shoot with my bow, and then I will go back into hiding. Okay. So that is uh, your first shot. Yeah, go ahead and make an attack roll. 13, unfortunately. Uh, yeah, 13, unfortunately, is a miss. Is she jumps out of the way. Is up hero points? Oh, yeah, that's a great time to bring up hero points. I forgot about hero that. You points. each, it's like inspiration. Okay. So you have one reroll. You can reroll any ability check, skill check, attack roll. You each have one hero point right now. If you look up underneath the name uh, of your character on your character seat, you'll see hero points and three oh, dots. Oh, yeah. Yep. And you've got there. one of them. So if you want to reroll that attack, now's a good time to use it. All right, I was thinking I would save it in case I needed it later, but it's a one-shot. Yep, exactly. 23 this time. Nice. Oh, yeah, that's a hit. So I raise uh, my so... bow, it wobbles a little, and then I steady myself and make the hit. Excellent. So and then hide. Roll your damage. Oh, that's right, damage. Oh, four. Okay. Uh, wait, wait, wait. Doesn't that give me the sneak attack, though, if I start with hiding? Isn't um, that how, how that my feet works? Let's let's read it. Let's read it and see. Sneak attack. When your enemy can't probably defend itself, you take advantage to deal extra damage. If you strike a creature that has the off-guard condition with an agile or finesse weapon, uh, let's see. So is your bow agile or finesse? Let's uh, look at that. It is finesse. Great. I was looking at surprise attack, but I guess surprise attack just lets me use my stealth. It doesn't also make them flat foot. So. Uh, let's see. The rule doesn't specify. Yeah, th there's no condition at the moment that makes her off Oh, is there? Is it off guards. It's just she has to be off guard for that to apply. Off okay. guard says you're distracted or otherwise unable to focus your full attention on defense. You take a penalty to AC. Some effects give you the off guard condition only to certain creatures or against certain attacks. Others, especially conditions that make you universally off guard against everything. If the rule doesn't specify the condition applies only to certain circumstances, it applies to all of them. Okay. For example, many effects simply say the target is off guard. So I, I would say she's pretty on guard since she knows she's about to try to attack us. Yeah. Um, That's okay. Yeah, but it does full damage. She doesn't have any resistance to this weapon. Good. So all four points of damage go through, and then you're going to hide again. Mostly what hiding is doing for you in this situation is making it hard for her to target you. Yes. That's what I want. All right. Okay. So um, if you want to hide again, make another stealth check. Did you want to make it? Because you want oh, to yeah, make it last that's, light. Oh uh, yeah, that's right. Good call. Uh, let's see. We'll do a private roll. Okay. And so uh, you slip into the shadows again, and that's the end of your turn. And now it is Ringlefrick's turn. Ringlefrick 
this horrifying hag has appeared right in front of you. What do you want to do? I'm going to take my torch as an initial action and thrust it at her and see if she has an adverse reaction to the fire. Um, you know what? You rolled previously a knowledge check about yes. hags. Yes. And I'm actually going to just apply that and say, you know that she doesn't have any particular aversion to fire. Okay. So you don't need to do that. Then uh, what I will do is cast a spell. I'm going to go ahead and use magic missile. Oh. How many actions are you going to use for that? That's a good question. You get to decide one, yeah, two, or three actions. I'm going to do all three right there. Just That's dump a, it on her. Probably a good idea. Maximize the use of that spell slot. And there's no two hit. It just hits. Just automatically hits. All right. Here it goes. Just roll that damage. Three plus four plus another two. So nine so points nine. of damage. Yeah, she recoils from this barrage of magic missiles that slam into her. She's not happy about this. Now, she doesn't have any attacks of opportunity, or she might have done something uh, to try to attack you when you cast that spell. Hmm. Um, in Pathfinder, uh, spellcasting is an interact action and can trigger attacks of opportunity, but she doesn't have them. And that's your turn. That was a good use of your turn. Automatic hit. Now the hag gets to go. Grubby Maud looks at all of you and smiles. And for her first action, she casts Invisibility. Disappears. Oh, no. I don't like that. And we'll find out where she is, maybe, next time. Thank you so much, Mike. This was just a lot of fun. A really well, great. great intro to everything. Yeah. It didn't just... feel like the learning curve I was expecting it to feel like. Um, coming into it. You you explained everything very well and very smoothly right in the moment we needed it. Great. So yep. Yeah, I've been playing this game for a year now. I would sort of hope that I know how most of the things work. <laughs> I feel like I have barely scratched the surface of it, though. I, I mean, yeah. and the worst part is stealth. Stealth yes. is the hardest mechanic for me in this game. It's so confusing. I mean, you've got concealed, un observed, unobserved, hidden there's like five different levels mm -hmm. to stealth it's incredibly confusing but um we seem to be making it work yeah anyway um great well thank you everybody this i enjoyed this too thank you so much brandon sarah and mike for for doing Absolutely. this Thanks yeah for having I us. So for some reason, I guess Brandon's role is showing up as Sergio. He's still doing that. <laughs> I don't, I don't know how to fix crisis. that at this point. <laughs> I, I mean, I've it's his middle name. <laughs> uh, I've I've changed everything I can find to change. Yeah, and no it's worries. still doing that. I I don't know what to do about that. Um. Well, anyway, can you see the circle that I've just put on the map? Yes, I can. Does that affect <laughs> Elric? It affects too? Elric too. Yes, it does. <laughs> You're welcome. Bad uh, plan. Oh, he's, he he's to actually step out. left. Yeah. yeah. He'll be back uh, just in time to find out he's blinded. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So um, should we wait a moment for him to come back? We'll, yeah, we'll, we'll have to roll said, saving throws. please keep going, but yeah. If it's going to yeah, affect we can't, him. Yeah. Um, he's back. Brand You're welcome, Brandon. Brandon we, we, had to, we had to wait for you to come back because in a moment of panic, Ringle <laughs> Frick has cast Scouring Sand, which affects all the monkeys, but also captures you in its effect. Elric is going to stride right on over uh, to stand next to Elric, or next stand, I am Elric, stand next to Ringle Frick beneath the monkey swarm. And uh, I, think, I think he's going to. He's going to. Take another swing. 14 to hit. Um, you know what? They're dazzled. They never took an action to wipe their eyes. So, yeah, you actually did hit them. Nice. Get them. Why does it have a modifier there? 14. Ooh, I don't know why. Nice. Anyway. No, they're not dazzled. I don't know why it's, it's got their... Oh, I know why. Yes. I know why they're... Yes, that is a hit. Uh, Rhett, when you're editing this, we'll just boil all my jabbering just now. Not just then <laughs> down to... Yes, that's a hit. A 14 is a hit. What we're going to do is we're going to switch maps. 
Oh, uh, except that the map hasn't. Oh, well, that's just beautiful. Uh, there's. Are you seeing nothing behind the map? Just like gray. I just uh, see a gray, gray grid. And black. Yeah. yeah. What is what? What is this? I go what happened forward. to my map? Um. The all right. Well, move, but there's no detail. Wow, that is bizarre. All right, I'm gonna real quickly see if I can try to fix that, and if I can't, it looks like Oogie Boogie's about to eat us. <laughs> oh no, I can't unsee oh, no. it. <laughs> oh no. Hey. Uh, okay. Nice hole in his teeth, though. Maybe we can slide through that. <laughs> the mountainous hag. Yeah, and your aura is working here. Oh, even weirder. <laughs> See, the problem is we tried to prepare for this. We did a whole <laughs> test night. We yeah. made sure everything was more, you know, cork free. Let's roll for initiative. So say smack it with a hammer. <laughs> As her face suddenly changes and she looks like Oh. Oh, was she visible before? Yeah, she was. Oh, okay. Dang it. She was supposed to be invisible. Wow, everything got changed on my map. That's terrible. All right. Well, dang it. That yeah. spoils the surprise. The last I'm week of August. Available in August. 26 August. 26 August works for me, Brandon. I don't know of conflicts, but I wouldn't. So. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta ask the calendar keeper. <laughs> yes. Ask the boss and see what they say. Uh, yeah, I'm familiar with that phenomenon.